Hi, Sam. How are you? Get off the phone, Cal. I'm looking up stuff that's important to this thing Is that it? we're talking about. Is because it? it's a good segue to not talk about Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that later. All right. We could have been speaking about Ghost in the Shell. Yes, but I'm... Uh, you know why we couldn't. You're... What? Come on, tell us, Cal. I mean, look, it's just... Like, I just whipped out those free cinema tickets I had down there. We could have gone to see it. Yeah, yeah, that would have been much better. Yeah, that's fine, though. I forgot I had them. Yeah. And also, I've seen it already. I don't want to see it again. That's fine. I'll see it twice. (laughs) (laughs) Why? So we can use the tickets up. I don't know. I don't care. (laughs) Point is, do you have anything for small talk? Um... This kind of feels like the small talk now, doesn't it? You think it's done? Uh, I think I'm going to take a sip of my water. I think we should just call Jeff. I'm going to... That's gross. A sip of my water. It's really gross. Hearing someone swallow is just the worst thing. (sighs) Like, mouth noises are gross enough, but hearing, like... Yeah, the... I can't... You can't possibly, you know, do an impression. But the swallow noise is just gross. That's what she said? No. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Cal? Right. If you were going to regenerate... Oh, God, here we go. What you would generate into. What I would regenerate into. If this is your first Time Lord form, what do you reckon your second one is? Because usually they, like, make it an opposing thing. Mm. So probably you. <laughs> Tall, has hair, <laughs> and is funny. <laughs> Wow. Got him. Stay down, Cal. <laughs> too good, too long, Cal. <laughs> you fuck. Now, um, well, so I don't think there's always an opposition. Like... No, but they're always kind of like... It was the first Doctor to the second Doctor. That was that was probably the least big jump. And then from the second to the third, third to the fourth... Third fourth to, the to the fourth th- was probably the least big jump I'd have thought, as far as aesthetic looks go. Like, as far no, as- I'm talking... Yeah, I'm talking more personality, I guess, as well. Well, yeah, I mean... Yeah. I mean, David Tennant and Matt Smith were pretty similar. <laughs> yeah, they were... Yeah, they were closer. Yeah. Eccleston and Tennant weren't even... Like, it, it, between Eccleston and Smith, it was more of a gradual step down into childishness rather than... You know, flip-flopping around. Yeah. So I don't think there's really a thing here. All I know is that I would be terrible at it and I'd probably regenerate into something that didn't have enough limbs. (laughs) And just instantly regenerate again. (laughs) Instantly. Just waste like three getting it right. Just falling over and hitting my head on the same brick. (laughs) Because I haven't got legs right yet. Uh, Great. That sounds like me. Cool. That or it'll be like my driver's license and I'll just never actually get around to doing it and I'll be like terminally ill for like a century <laughs> and then I'll finally give in and regenerate. Yeah. What about you? What, what, what would you want to regenerate into? Want? <laughs> like if you were going to pick an actor to play Sam version 2. Chris Evans though, isn't it? <laughs> not, uh, not Dwayne Johnson? I do like Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> But I think it's still Chris Evans. You're just saying he, that because you know Brienne likes Captain America. She does. <laughs> but also, he looks great with a beard. <laughs> you can't possibly grow one. I can't. You That's are, why when I, I regenerate, never, I, I want to be a guy who can grow a beard. I, I never thought I'd be. I'd <laughs> meet someone who's further away from being able to grow a beard than me. You've and done I, it. And I did. Yep. Anyway. Jeff, play the music. 
welcome to the Video Shop Podcast about what you're watching, maybe. I'm your host, Cal. I'm your other host, Sam, and today we're doing the Doctor Who catch-up. I, oh. We haven't spoken about Doctor Who since the Lego Batman episode. Uh, uh. <laughs> so... I recently watched the Christmas special after being done with the show from the Husbands of River, so- River Song episode. Yeah, which was the last... We didn't have a season last year. No. Weird. It was good. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to talk about Doctor Who all the fucking time. <laughs> what I do like, though, is I'm so excited for the new season. I actually am. <laughs> yes. You've been sucked back in, mate. I, I have, but you know what sucked me in? <laughs> what? The the trailer showing that he's on Mars and there's a big water face. <laughs> I want to see yeah. a follow-up to the waters of Mars. Yeah, they. Oh, hopefully they do that and they like incorporate with the Ice Warriors somehow. Yeah. That'd be cool. I like they're bringing back the old, like, the first Cybermen, too. Yeah, I don't really care for that. Nah, because they're so fucking dumb, but kind of creepy at the same time. I like that they've incorporated the big sock head look to it. <laughs> they didn't even try. They just sort of went, yeah, like, we, we replaced their skin with a hessian sack and circuitry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. They're true cyborgs. Yeah. But, you know, they, like, open their mouth, and their mouth just stays open as cyber words come out. That's funny. It's funny and it's it's a little creepy too, actually. Yeah, I think you could really make that design creepy if you wanted to, in a sort of um, haunted doll sort of. I was going to say, it depends how they play it. Hmm. Obviously, old Doctor Who they wandered out, you know, all in a clearly set, and then someone screamed and it cut to black and the credits roll. And it's like come back next week. Yeah, I don't think we're, we're at risk of that. <laughs> Um, Capaldi's performance in this was better than... Well, it, his performance is never bad, but the writing always... the writing for the Doctor in this episode wasn't terrible. I thought the Doctor in this was actually very good. The, uh, my biggest problem is, again, with continuity and universe building and that sort of stuff. Like, the fact that he's got this OP fucking crystal thing that, you know, basically makes Superman is just... Fucking annoying. <laughs> yeah, I'll... it annoyed me too. But like you know, there's the line about that there's only like a handful of them, so you know, it's fine. It sounds like he just stumbled across it and it's he got it from his big box of shit in the TARDIS to build this thing with. Yeah, but why would he have something that powerful just sitting in a box in the TARDIS? Because he's the Doctor. Why isn't he using it to like power the TARDIS or fucking you know, the TARDIS is powered by a black hole. But that's the thing. It could be powered by this thing. It's that fucking powerful. Like, it's... I mean, I guess. I don't know. Like, I I understand that it's got to be... Like, that they were looking for the most direct um, Lois and Clark parallel as possible. Yeah. Um, And and having a solar-powered superhero is, you know, is fine. Like, i got no problem with that. Um, it's just that this is another thing that the Doctor has just stumbled upon that creates immortal, all-powerful beings. Uh, yeah, all-powerful, yes. I don't. I did, never got the impression that it was all-mortal. Well, I'm assuming that he has Superman's powers. Yes. Yeah, he's got... So he's basically immortal. Well, no. Superman's age is slower because of the effect of the sun. I got, I got the impression that this guy's not Okay, so he's, he's not... Uh, a Shielder Immortal or fucking Clara Immortal, but <laughs> but he's pretty close. He's 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 a, he's as immortal as any human would want to be. Yeah. Oh man, that Shielder thing was such a good. St- 
start of a story. Yeah, that they and then they it up. fucked it up by including Clara in it. And the Gallifreyan, oh, it makes me mad. Mm-hmm. They, uh, really, they really dropped the ball in that last season. The season was so good. They dropped the ball in the last few episodes. Mm, yeah, no, there was a few things. Looking back, it was actually... Do you have an episode list up? I don't. We Maybe we'll go through and then we'll come back to the Christmas special. I think that's a good way to go. Because we did do an episode on season nine, but it was just us angry shouting about the last episode. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we... Fuck, this show really doesn't want us to like it. It's, it's trying real hard. But yet some good always shines out of its ass at some point, doesn't it? Uh, I want to know how well Google knows me. I'm searching for season nine episode list. Doctor Who's the first thing that comes up. Google knows me too well. I'm quitting the internet. (laughs) I've got it here. The first one was The Magician's Apprentice, which we actually did an episode on as well. Yeah, that's the hand mind two-part, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Pretty solid episode, I thought. Not too bad. I thought Missy was pretty good. But it, again, it introduces dumb shit. Like the fucking, like the Dalek ooze. Oh, yeah. And the sewers. And, um, yeah, the the All the Daleks being a different design. While at the time I was like, cool, all the different Daleks, they're all in one room. I'm like... Why? Why do they accept it? Different is yeah, bad. Yeah, that's something that the Daleks are known for. That's the reason why they haven't actually taken over the universe yet. Is because there isn't one definitive breed of Daleks, and they're always infighting. Yeah, like the Sylvester McCoy's remembrance of the Dalek is one of my favorite Dalek stories mm. because it's about Davros's Daleks, new Daleks versus Davros's original Daleks who fucking hated him, mm. fighting each other. Yeah. And it's it's all about the Doctor kind of tricking them into killing each other and then blowing up Scaro. That's how that episode ends. Yeah. <laughs> they ignore that. <laughs> well, and, like, there's a lot of... Um, like, a lot of the Dalek stories in the Eighth Doctor um, thing are, are, you know, are, like, are predicated on that. Like, no, no, Jubilee, I think it is. The one that Dalek is based off. Right. The, the Sixth Doctor story. Where the doctor is like tortured for centuries in a in a room with his legs cut off for a little while. What? Yeah, <laughs> the sixth doctor is like fucking you know locked up like a like the Dalek is in Dalek and fucking tortured Jeez. for centuries. Um, Jeez, just imagining that in his colourful jacket. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. No, actually, I think it, I don't think it was that episode in the end. But fuck, that episode's good. Um, but yeah, there's, there's this whole thing about humans, um, basically genetic and like people finding blueprints for Daleks and a mad scientist going, yeah, sure. This is uh, the next step in human evolution. And basically, yeah, ripping people apart, turning them into Daleks and putting them in the, in the tanks. Yep. And then those Daleks in quotation marks fighting actual Daleks. Yeah. It's real fucked up. Yep. Daleks are fucked. Yep. So yeah, I you're right. There are things I didn't like about it, but I really liked Missy. I really liked that bit. It's at the start of the first or the second one where she's telling the story about how the Doctor did Got this out thing of once. that situation. Yeah, yeah, and she's like, it was this one or maybe it was this one. Doesn't matter. Yeah, because you see, like, you see the first Doctor, then the you see the fourth Doctor, and then Peter Capaldi plays it throughout. And I'm like, that's a really clever way to yeah. show the past. Well, especially when, like, no, like, Daleks basically... Daleks. Time Lord's basically going, I don't really 
see what you look like anymore. Like, that yeah. doesn't bother me. We communicate on a telepathic level or we communicate on, like, a, a level higher than that. Or at least that in our culture, people change their face all the time. Between when you caught up with Dave and when you see him again, you you know, he might have tripped on a brick. You don't yeah. know. And you're still going to know that it's Dave. Yes, exactly. The one thing that bothered me about... Um, about it, like I, I, the thing is, I really, yeah, you, there's just some, there's some minor things, but I really like the doctor. I really like Davros's story in that, mm. where he's all like, I forgot about that bit because he's, he's all like, oh yeah, we're friends, but also, hey, suck it, doctor, I got you, yeah, and but then he didn't get him, yeah, and then then the doctor uses some of his regeneration energy to bring the sewers to life, even though they were always alive. Or I don't fuck. It was to give them more energy. The whole the doctor uses regeneration energy thing is so. The doctor should never be using regeneration energy. That's such a new who thing. It and it started. It started all the way back with with David Tennant's Doctor. Mm. Remember when they did the time jump into the Cybermen world? Yeah, the dimension jump. A little bit to rebuild the TARDIS. He breathed into this like last crystal. He's like, I just gave up ten years of my life. Worth it. Yeah, but th- that's fine. That's when you should use it. Don't use it to heal River's broken wrist. <laughs> or fucking... Because like, if, he, if he can do that, any companion that ever dies in, within his vicinity has no excuse for dying. Yeah, yeah, that's... The broken wrist thing, in retrospect, I don't mind so much. Because in retrospect, we know that was his last body. So, yeah, it's yeah. like, this is just whatever he's got left. Yeah. Not enough to heal himself anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That that wasn't thought of at the time, but in retrospect, I think it works. But I don't like that, you know, because it just begs the question, how much did he use? Does he have a finite amount or what? Or does it sort of heal up to a point? Uh, You know, and... But that's the thing. All it does is raise more questions. And then River giving up her remaining, what would it have been, 10 regenerations? Uh, oh, all of her regenerations yeah, to bring the doctor to back. To bring the doctor back from a poisoning? Mm. From like, with from enough poison that she, that it could be stored on her, on her lips without killing her. Deadliest poison in the universe. Yeah, but it's like... There's a continuity error in that episode, retroactively, because yeah. the doctor asked the TARDIS, he's like, oh, so this is killing me, but I'll regenerate, right? Mm. And the TARDIS is like, regeneration disabled, you have 10, 20 minutes. Mm. Yeah. And, like, you could explain it as the Doctor being bantery with the TARDIS. Or just trying to be optimistic. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. It's not really... There's not a fixed number, is there? <laughs> well, because that's the thing. In um, in the Eighth Doctor story where they explain how regeneration works... Yeah. Um, it's more... It's a, it's a hardwired, built-in thing in this, like... Um, like... It's not really a bacteria. It's a it's a life form thing that that um, it's basically living nanobots that yeah that um, Rassilon made, um, and he just hardwired in a, a set limit. Yeah, um, so it's completely arbitrary. Yeah, well, and it's like they just stop replicating themselves after. Um, after but, eleven regenerations, or but something. the time worlds have been known, even in original, like old Who, to give 
more regenerations to people. Well, that, and that's why giving up some regeneration energy makes some sense. But yeah. it shouldn't actually take any time off his life. because, like, Basically, the way they explain it is that they stop replicating. Like, these things that allow for regeneration stop replicating and stop being able to, to work after a certain amount of regenerations. Yeah. So, it's, so unless him giving up his regeneration energy... Or those nanobots. It should mean he gets to the final version of himself and he's missing, like, an eye and an arm and a... Well, no, it should be that, like... Because it should basically be that until he regenerates fully for that last time, he um, he can just give up as much as he wants. And it doesn't matter because it'll heal. Yeah. It's its its own separate bio cloud of fucking That's stuff. That's fine, then. But then, then it shouldn't be. I just gave up ten years of my life, like it's explained. But that's the thing: Big Finish and and the TV series aren't exactly canon. I know I said in Lego Batman that they are, because they are, they are. But and again, I've said this before: Doctor Who year to year isn't in canon, man. I fucking hate it so much. The only thing that makes me go fine is that there's so much fucking time travel that the timeline is constantly just fucking fucked. But if, if it was just the timeline, that'd be fine. But it's not. It's how does regeneration work? We don't know. Who is this person? We don't know. Can, you know, can these things occur in this universe? We don't know. Yeah. So, the witcher, the, the magician's apprentice and witcher's familiar. Yeah. Out of ten, Cal, because we always rate things. We always rate them out of ten. Zero. Okay. I'm just going to rate everything as zero. So you can rate everything as zero? That's what you get from trying to make me rate things. <laughs> no, because... So, th- How many TARDISes no, look, out of TARDIS 10? It was, it, was, it was a relatively good episode. Um, this was the one where the Doctor just pulls a teacup out of his pocket and you know, and he's like, I'm the Doctor, I can just do that, deal with it. Yeah. That annoyed me. I like the bit where he came in in Davros's chair and was like, who's up for dodgems? Yeah. Super funny. Yeah. I like, I like old sassy Peter Capaldi. Peter Capaldi is a really great doctor and he is going he is. to be sorely missed because he's had fuck all good episodes. I think this season was... The thing is, this is, is, is a huge jump up from season eight, which is still my least favourite. Oh yeah, season eight was a fucking colossal pile of horse shit and this is slightly redeemable. Come at us, Joel Dusha. Fucking... Oh man. Yeah, come at me, Joel Dusha. I don't even, <laughs> I don't even give a fuck. Like, I, I, can't, I can't possibly stay happy with you <laughs> if you keep on doing stupid shit like liking season 8 anyway uh, the next episode with the under the lake and before the flood I think it's slightly forgettable yeah that's its biggest sin I don't think there was anything wrong with it no. I thought the monster was pretty good I like to jump into the past yeah, to explain I... what happened in the present yeah that's fun that's the kind of stuff I want to see more of because time travel yeah um, and you got a, you got a bunch of that in old Doctor Who too. There were, there were a bunch of episodes where they did kind of like, oh, I'm going to pop back and fix this before it happened, mm. or at least figure out what we need to do. Yeah, which is kind of what this one was. So I, I thought that was I thought that was fun. But you're right; it's just kind of a forgettable episode, which is its biggest problem. Yeah, but I mean, I think if it was if it was in a season that was generally, um, like if that episode was in. Any other season, I would have gone, yeah, that was a good episode. So I think I should be. It's just that the whole, it, the mean goodness of the whole season is lower than this episode. 
you know, makes me drag it down with it. It's not quite high enough to be an outlier. Then I go, yeah, that's a great episode. I honestly, looking at this list, I like more of these episodes than I dislike them. Yeah. Like, I liked, I liked The Magician's Apprentice and The Witch's Familiar, despite having problems with them. I enjoyed watching them. Uh, I liked Under the Lake and I liked Before the Flood. The next two are then before... Uh, the, the Girl Who Died and The Woman Who Lived, which retro- retroactively might be bad, but I thought they were both actually good episodes. I think they were really good episodes. Yeah. It's the closest thing to Clara being fucking tolerable. She was barely in them. Yeah. <laughs> but she like she also had, had Maisie some, like, Williams in it. Maisie Williams is great. Um, the idea of the of the aliens, you know, using the humans as their sort of slave labor. Oh, yeah, in the, like in, the, in the second episode. Yeah, and even like, in the girl who died, when she, you know they give her that uh, that he gives her the the healing thing, mm. and he's like, "Oh, this should be fine." But then you see like this montage of her being happy, of the world changing around her, and like just mm. the look on her face. Mm. It's just like, oh fuck! Mm. Like you know, that's a you know, what have you done here, Doc? Yeah. Which I thought was a great moment. Two, yeah, really good episodes. So, like, of... That's, um... Six... The first six episodes, I think, are all really solid. Uh, fine, yeah. They're good episodes. Yeah. None of them are, like, a standout for a best of all time. No. They're all really solid, well-told episodes. Yeah, yeah. I think season nine is... Yeah, is generally... But that's... The, I put it pretty much on par with, like, season two of... I'd argue season two's worse. Let's have a quick look. I don't oh, remember. God. I didn't mean to do this, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, season two, I think, is generally worse. New Earth isn't good. New Earth's and... fine. Uh, is it? I don't know. I found New Earth a bit. I like Tooth and Claw. I like Score Reunion. I love Girl in the Fireplace. I don't like the two Cybermen episodes. I do like the Idiot's Land. I do like this Impossible Planet and the Saturn Pid. Love of Monsters is shit. Fear Her is shit. I don't really like Army of Ghosts or Doomsday, retrospectively. I really like Army of Ghosts and Doomsday. That's the Battle of Canary Wharf, man. Yeah, alright, yeah, fair. No, the Cybermen and the Daleks together are good. So good. And, um, is... Is New Earth... That's the one with the, um... the, The cats are breeding people to be sick. Yeah. Yeah, that one's not too bad. That's alright. But I th- I think there's some good stuff there. That's and that's like the face of Bo yeah, sort of era. Yeah. Like that's the thing. We're gonna look back on I guess that one season two for me is like bookend by two incredible seasons. Because yeah. recently I watched season one and Season one's better than than people give it credit for, I think. I think so too, because I think Christopher Eccleston's better than Christopher He's Eccleston. better than I remember him being when I last watched Eccleston that. Christopher Eccleston is probably like I mean No, he's not your favourite. It's definitely Matt Smith. No, the eighth one is my favourite. Paul McGann is my favourite. Sorry, favorite obviously. Doctor. But the, the, the thing is, Eccleston was so good in everything that he did. When he needed to be badass, he was badass. When he needed to be whimsical, he was whimsical. Matt Smith was all whimsy. David Tennant tried to be all badass and it wasn't very good for him. In retrospect, David Tennant wasn't as good as... Uh, I mean, he was still great. But, you know, he was something very... Uh, I don't know. It felt like he wasn't quite... Consistent, and then Who, David Tennant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. I get why people love him because I also love David Tennant. Well, because that's the thing in Voyage of the Damned. Mm. Like when, like that's. I think Voyage of the Damned is one of the better performances David Tennant's ever given. I'm the Doctor. I'm 903 years old. I'm from the planet Gathbrook. The problem, the problem with the David Tennant era is like the wanky. There's, there's a lot of those speeches. Yeah, but like, and the wanky last episode, end of time is. Yeah. 
But oh, John Sim was so good. <laughs> but you see, that's but that episode, like the last one, he's barely in the second part. I know, but the second part, like the the actual. But then like, you got Timothy Dalton. That episode should be incredible. That's the thing. Yeah, that episode it's, goes for like ten minutes, and then there's like forty minutes of just hey, this is what happened to Martha and Mickey. Everyone get angry over the this. The end of time part two is longer than the 50th anniversary. And it's worse it's than sp- any other thing ever. It's so bad. Yeah. You, I reckon I'd you could rather have had... watch Love and Monsters. Oh, I think that's a bit much, man. <laughs> well, I'd rather watch Love and Monsters than the final 40 minutes of that fucking special. The thing is, they could have put those two episodes down into an hour, made it concise, made it a personal... F- battle between the Doctor and the Master, make mm. it a chase through time that the Time Lords are following, and mm. then they try and come, and then it's the old fuck the Time Lords are coming moment, because mm. that moment's great, when mm. the Doctor realises they're coming, and he's like, these aren't the people I remember. Mm. Great! Yeah. Anyway, season nine. Yes. Um, the next one, seven and eight, is the Zygon episodes. Okay, these two episodes are the Girl in the Fireplace level quality good ones. I think these are two of my favourite Doctor Who episodes ever. I recently rewatched. I was flicking through Reddit and this came up. The scene where they're both standing in front of the nuke buttons, or the, the bomb buttons, oh. and the Doctor's like, fucking, like, he <laughs> just goes off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, oh. like, you can fucking... You can fire your guns. You can do whatever you want. You don't know who's going to die, but you're always going to have to come back and actually fucking talk to each other to end it. <laughs> People don't understand when they start wars that it always ends the way it could have not fucking begun. <laughs> and it's like, this is so good. And just the, the, the show... that It's filled with such, you know, analogies for current day... Well, always problems, but it's just a great commentary on that. That great scene with the aeroplane getting blown up with the mm. missile launcher. Clara is evil for the whole episode and she does a really good bad guy. Yes, because that's the thing. Fucking, uh, uh, Jenna Coleman is a good actress. Or she at least knows what she's doing. It's that they had no fucking idea what they were doing with Clara's character. No, and they fucked and it up. I think in this season, they wisely gave her a fucking backseat role nine-tenths of the time, or yeah. made her evil. Yeah. Like, they knew exactly yeah, what to do. because in the first, probably six episodes here, she's she doesn't do anything. She in seven and eight, she's the bad guy. Her. Yeah. Um, it's only in the last three. Hmm. Ooh, we'll get to it. Um, yeah, how cl- <laughs> anyway, but yeah, like these these two episodes are fucking great and a good follow up to the fiftieth. And Unit is great in it. Yep. Um, Oswald is great in it. Osgood. Osgood. She's always wearing the Doctor's other clothes, which I just I find it hilarious that she's she is the fangirl yeah. in this universe. Yeah, I do like that she has an embodiment. I sort of don't like. Uh, I don't know. I think she was better when she was not a simpler character. Probably, but I don't think she's a bad character by any means. No, she's fine now, but it didn't leave me satisfied. It didn't leave me going, right, I don't want any more of this character. It left me going, okay, I really don't want any more of this character. Get her away. And I love this as a... um, There's like... So, with the 50th, you had... The name of the Doctor, Night of the Doctor, Day of the Doctor. Hmm. I see this as the unofficial third part. Well, this or fourth is, part of that. This is arguably where the where the, the Zygons went. Yeah, uh, in a halfway through that story, and they dropped that arc like a hot potato. And why the Thirteenth Doctor didn't do any, like why Capaldi wasn't involved. 
Yeah. I, I, I think in, as far as my head canon goes, this is the moment where, like, because I, I, I think, yeah, at the end of this episode or the beginning of this episode, he pops off, saves Gallifrey. And right. Comes, but, like, this yeah. is where it fits in the timeline. I still think, and we'll get to it at the end of this episode. <laughs> uh, you then, the next episode of, after that was Sleep No More, which I, that was the one that I didn't mind. That See, I, I remember not liking it. Yeah. Which is weird. But, like, because the monster looked really fucking dumb. It did. But I... It was genuinely scary at times. I don't remember it. Maybe I need to rewatch. This it. was the one that they tried to be a, a concept one of found footage. And yes. it was, like, that's, that was a big downside for me. But if you didn't focus on that, the monster was actually relatively interesting. And it was basically, like... It was it was like this infection thing that was just turning people yeah. into sand. Right, that's right. Um, and by the end of it, they like the implication was that the doctor thought he'd beaten them, and they yeah. didn't, and they were about to go to Earth. Yeah, and it was right. like, oh fuck, the whole planet is screwed. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it actually left me on a cliffhanger, wanting more of these characters and wanting more of the like the way that story was told. Because it wasn't centred around the Doctor and and stuff intervening or anything like that. It was like, this is just something that's happening. The Doctor's turned up and he's not even witnessing the whole thing. The only person who's seeing the whole thing is us, the audience. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. That, um... I think... I think for me, I just... I love the Zygon inversion so much. Oh, yeah. That, the, like, the better this, episodes, definitely. This just... It was found footage. It was kind of weird. Yeah. It just felt like a big step down. So I think it was just... I think it was that effect. I think if I watched it more independently, I'd probably enjoy it more. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if this was... um, If the if the guy who wrote this was the guy who was taking over... Like, if I... Yeah, if the new writer was like, Oh, yeah, I wrote the Sand Man... The Sand People one. I'd be like, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I, I, can, I can get uh, behind this. At least it? he's that trying was, to um, The Sand Man was... Sleep No More was Mark Gatiss. Well, yeah. Who's a good writer. Mark Gatiss is usually good. Yeah. I think he wrote the best episode of season 10. Sorry, season 8. What episode was that? Uh, it was the Robot of Sherwood one. Oh, yeah. The Robin Hood one. Yeah, that was alright. I think it was the probably the best episode of that season. Yeah, but that's the thing. The Except best maybe... episode of season 8 is still... <laughs> yeah, pretty naff. Mummy on the Orient Express was alright, actually. I think that's what we ended up giving season 8. Yeah. Too. But that was that was a Matt Smith story that was just recycled. Like most of that season was, I think. Probably. Oh, you mean Robot of Sherwood particularly though? No, I, I meant Mummy on the Orient Express. Oh, really? You think? I well, think Robot because, of Sherwood because they mention it in one of Matt Smith's episodes. Like he yeah. answers the telephone and goes, "Yeah, yeah, I better go deal with that." And then you assume that he dealt with he deals with that off screen, but then like the you know then he's like, "I keep putting it off." Yeah. I do like that though. I like that it's like I mean, I've got a time machine. I can just get around to it whenever. There's no yeah, rush to do anything. He just keeps a little journal of all the shit that he's got to go and do. <laughs> yeah. Um, all I, right. I, I would like that as a sort of pseudo fourth wall break. The, the, fucking because season nine and was it season nine or just season eight that had the bullshit prologue nonsense with the Doctor talking to himself in the TARDIS. Like, at the beginning of every episode wouldn't be, like, a cold open where you got to know everything. It was like, I'm the Doctor, and I'm going to explain to you the bootstrap paradox. That was in one episode of season nine. I, th- I think it's in 
There was a season where that was a common no, thread. I'm pretty sure it no, is. No, it wasn't. And it was in two episodes of season... It was in... I don't remember it at all in season eight, actually. There was... It, that was... That was in the... Uh, the the Under the Lake episode of season nine. I, I feel like I got sick of that as a trope. Like, I like think that I'm, it was I'm sure that it, was it happening only happened. I'm sure it only happened once. It just angered you that much. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Anyway. Um, the next episode we have was Face the Raven. Okay. This episode was genuinely good. I know. And it would have been a fucking great finale for Clara to have. Yeah. And it would have been an Adric level, you know, this is why the Doctor tries to keep you safe. This is I was going to say, doc- this is why you listen to the Doctor, which Adric didn't do and he died for it. Yeah. And fucking, it's, it's the same deal with Clara and it could have been just as tragic. Except and- they didn't do any bullshit fucking making Adric immortal, did they? <sighs> Don't talk to me about- <laughs> I think maybe we should just refer people to the Heaven Sent episode we did. Yeah, I think so. Because um, fuck my life was I angry at this. Face the Raven is a genuinely good episode with a genuinely good end for Clara and a genuinely and that's where like, you should stop watching. And a genuinely oh fuck, what's gonna what's the Doctor gonna do next moment? Yeah, and and that's exactly why you should stop watching there. Skip straight to this Christmas special and be done with it. Don't even bother with Heaven Sent or Hell Bent. Pretend it didn't happen. That's what I have to do. I know. Fucked the return of Gallifrey. How did you it, fuck it the return ruined to Gallifrey? Gallifrey? It ruined Rassilon. It it even further ruined Clara somehow, which ruined, I didn't think was possible. Ruined Maisie Williams' character. Ruined Maisie Williams. Arguably, having the reference to the to the spoon sword fight in Robots of Sherwood ruined what was left of season eight to ruin. <laughs> Fuck Even me. the classic TARDIS didn't bring it back. No, absolutely not. Especially because now it's an American diner. Eh, fucking... I don't understand how someone wrote this who wasn't fucking 13 and on fanfiction.com. Oh, fuck. Fuck! Anyway. I refer you to the hell... <laughs> Uh, what did we call it? Heaven hell- Bent. Heaven Bent episode we did. Hell Bent, Heaven Sent. Yeah, so Heaven Bent episode we did um, <sighs> last year. Or the year before. Fuck, we've been doing this for ages. Yeah. yeah. That was like... We're getting old, man. Uh, so old. Um, do we want to talk about the Husbands of River Song? No, we did an episode on that. Go listen to our... Uh, I think we also talked about Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. If you <laughs> want to hear our opinions on that, go listen to that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Return of Dr. Mysterio. Now, I really liked this. I That's interesting. I thought you wouldn't. I also really liked it. <laughs> See, um, part of it was because I was watching this whole thing going, who is this charming young lad playing the fucking, the, the hero, the, the uh, playing Grant and the ghost and, and this. And yeah, and then it's, uh, have you seen, you've seen um, Steven Spielberg's War of the Worlds? Yes. Yeah. He's Robbie in that. Oh, really? Yeah. Ah. But also, he plays Goku in the live-action Dragon Ball oh, movie. Oh, what? Have you seen that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, parts of it. I haven't seen the whole thing. But so, after seeing him in this, I'm like, why isn't this guy doing more stuff? And then I remember, because the only thing people remember him from 
is fucking the the the, ter- the worst version of War of the Worlds and the worst version of Dragon Ball. <laughs> yeah, and that and that's got Dragon Ball GT to contend with. Holy <laughs> shit! He was really good as the ghost, though. So good. He did the fucking the Clark Kent Superman like two dual personality thing really well. Yeah. Really well. In fact, I'd go so far as to say that I wouldn't even mind seeing him play Superman at some I point. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, did you see, by the way... The, just the, the good Superman from good Supergirl? Good Superman from Supergirl's coming back in Supergirl? Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Might actually have to watch that show. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> at least just his episodes. I know, right? <sighs> anyway. Um, yeah, he was really good as the ghost. The What's her name who played the girl in it? The reporter. Yeah. She was I, also really good. She was, yeah, she was great. We got to see the doctor with babies again, which is always fun. Yeah. Uh, and uh, who's the, 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 the only gay in the village? <laughs> what? <laughs> the, the other companion. Yeah. What's... I don't know his name. I don't remember the actor's name either. I feel he was, like... He was in the Husbands of a River Song episode. Yes. And his head cut off in that episode. Yeah. And I guess the doctor sewed it back on. Yeah. Which he, he said that he did. Yeah. That's a little weird. But I really like them together. Look, I felt like he was redundant in this episode. That he was there only because the timeline insisted that he was. Because he's going to be in the next season. Uh, I mean, sure. But he was he was there for as much reason as any companion. Yeah. I... And I like the little bit where he's like, New York's not a capital city though, is it? <laughs> and the doctor's like... You're not here to point out my mistakes. That's not what you're for. It's capital enough. <laughs> uh, but I and I liked when he, he uh, him he, and the doctor on the spaceship at the end was great. I liked when he whistled and he's like, you know, and I'm like, okay, now the doctor being able to call the TARDIS with a whistle—that's way too overpowered. That's going to completely break a lot of old stories and all these other things. And then it's like, oh no, fucking, he's just there and he's dressed in fucking yeah. ancient bloody uh, Constantinople yeah. For, yeah ancient Persian stuff yeah that, that was funny it was, it was no, good I, I don't mind him then being able to whistle to some of the TARDIS because we've seen him get like the click open the doors thing I don't like him being able to whistle to some of the TARDIS because it just means that you can't give him um, it's a little it's a little it, it just means okay. that you can't do those episodes where the Doctor lands and the TARDIS is, is, is separated from him somewhere, yeah. you know, or something like that, which was the fucking staple of, like, all of David Tennant's era. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. It's, it was. If, if he could whistle to summon the TARDIS, that would just be broken. I mean, yeah. The you, impossible... You've, you've seen the the um, the unofficial ninth... Well, the, the, the official unofficial ninth Doctor story with, Pete, with Richard E. Grant? Uh... I have, but I couldn't tell you anything about it. Well, so in that one, he had a smartphone that was like a... What? It, it was it was like... It was basically an iPhone that looked like a TARDIS on the back. Hilarious. And, it, and he could call... He couldn't call the TARDIS, but he could, call, he could call the Master who was trapped in a robot's body and couldn't leave the TARDIS to come and rescue him from stuff. That's weird. It was a really good relationship because the doctor's basically like, I'll just fucking unplug you if you ever disobey me. <laughs> and the master's like, I fucking hate this. I hate this so much, but I'm going to be here to being the Alfred to your Batman because otherwise I've, I would have to choose death. And the master doesn't choose death. Unless you're John Sim. Unless you're John Sim, which was the worst bit of that whole... Oh, man. That, that story was really bad. 
I like that. I like Utopia. I like the master becoming prime minister of the UK. No, that was great. The end of the story the is The end of it is garbage. Mm. Russell T. Davis just couldn't land those endings. He just went, oh, yeah. Well, because the doctor's God, right? <laughs> so, therefore, deus ex market. <laughs> yeah. And Moffat's done that a little bit, but not nearly as much. He's done worse things, I'd argue. I don't know. I think I think Doctor Who's as good as it's ever been. Just for like, it's different. It's different. The, the bad parts of it are different. It's whether those elements of it bother you more than it did then. Look, the thing is that it's trying to be smart, or it's trying to say something, and a lot of the time it fails. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And a lot of the time, it's it's dangerous, and and bad morals that are being taught here. Like, yeah, your kids aren't, like, your kids don't have, you know, a fucking, an intellectual disability or, or something that we need to help them with or anything like that. They're just magical. And uh, they, yeah, that's, that was, that was an interesting episode. And it's like, that's fine. If that's what you believe, do what you want. But I it's think dangerously you, I close. Say, I think you were reading into that more, no, that that was the only point of that character being there. I mean, that was the worst episode of the season for sure. But mm. and that's not the worst bit of that episode by far. But that's the that's no, the moment that was where the green screen tiger. But that, that's the moment where the Doctor, who in in his current form, or at least you know, in New Who's mission, is to make the Doctor the moral center of the universe. Yeah, the Jesus character that everyone should be able to rally behind and say he is objectively good. This beacon of good. And he says, y- your children are magic. Yeah. They, they, you know, they're not, that there's no reason to help them try and fucking live a normal, meaningful life. You should just let them be fucking shamans or something. Or do whatever, because nothing matters. Look, nothing matters. And I'm sure that there's people you know out there who really disagree all, though, with my point of view on that. With his hair, Peter Capaldi's hair. Why? It looks so much better now than when he had it cut short. Yeah. Well, they do that a lot. You go back and watch, like, season five, and you're like, God damn, Matt Smith had a terrible haircut for this <laughs> for these few episodes. And, yeah. then get, and then it gets better. Because they let... Like, Peter Capelli's hair, it's grown out, it's really curly, it's all wild, and I'm like, I get almost a... Uh, a John Pertwee vibe off it. Yeah. I really like it. And like, they did the same thing with... Well, D- David Tennant's hair originally was, like, a bit too long and a bit shit. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really like this. And, like, because I, I accidentally watched the beginning of the um, of the Husbands of River song when I was trying to stream this episode. Right. Because I just played the wrong Christmas special. Dumbass. And so, so I, I saw his hair in two different uh, things two right different next to each other. I'm like, zones. yeah... Yeah. That's actually not a bad opening thing for the Doctor. I would have been angry and jaded and really sick of it by the time it came on. But when, when like, um, the only gay in the village opens the TARDIS door and the Doctor's like, is there something on my head? <laughs> and he's like, well, yes, you've sort of got antlers. And he goes, I, not once did I ask you to cheer me up <laughs> with your holiday nonsense. Get rid of it. It was good. Like, uh... I, I like the idea that the TARDIS is just sort of going, come on, Doctor, <laughs> yeah, cheer up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Um, speaking of openings, yes. I was, the Doctor figuring out Superman is Clark Kent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That was pretty funny. And I, I love that he sat down and he like drew glasses on him and he's like, like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I figured it out. Well, cause I figured, I, I read that as he was sort of patronizing the kid because he didn't quite, he didn't know what the kid knew. Right. Uh, maybe. I, I got the impression that it was the doctor like not having any context from the comic book. No, no, because I, I, I'm, I'm sure the Doctor's been aware of Superman and stuff no. before. But then you had the follow-up line with Spider-Man. Yeah, he's like, it's like he got bitten by. You know what happened when he got bitten by a radioactive spider? He should have died. I would have thought <laughs> radiation poisoning. I expect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really funny. Oh man, Caves of Andrews only radiation poisoning. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, that was. A, I think Doctor Mysterio was a really interesting. That, that bit with the kid and the origin story of the of the stuff was the only bit that I sort of didn't like. That's fair, um, but I like that he's in New York setting up a time distortion remover thing. Yes, that's a nice callback. So good because, and that implication then that he's trying to get in touch with Amy and Rory again. Yeah. Like, yeah. I really like that, and I would like them to come back in some manner. They never will. They never will, but it's the sort of thing where, like, the Doctor should be able to just, like, should turn up and go, Ha! I did it! Good to see you! Just wanted to say I could do it. Bye! <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, a different man now, I don't care about you that much anymore. Bye! Yeah, I'm you, grumpy Peter Capelli. Even if you just turned up and said, you know, I'm, I'm, I've come here to fucking, you know... Fix fix your cable or fucking do something else just to check up on them. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, because they wouldn't know he's the doctor. Mm. Oh, that'd be heartwarming. Or even if, even if he's trapped somewhere and he's sitting on the street and Amy and Rory walk past and he'd just sort of like throw him a couple of coins. <laughs> <laughs> be great if, especially for him to then just go oh, I can't do this right now I can't go and tell them who I am because I'm too mad uh, that would be funny <laughs> nah it, yeah Dr. Mysterio was a good episode like I, and the, the special effects while not great were not terrible they were good enough yeah they were Smallville good like end of Smallville good yeah and like I love I love that this guy just sort of gets no fucking time to himself. And he's got, like, the baby monitor and it looks like a, like a, oh, I've got to go, Judy calls. Yeah. He's do 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 fucking, yeah. It's and, so good. And the, her little, like, scrunchy toy that she's hated it so much. <laughs> I just wanted her to shut it up. <laughs> but it was good. Like, it was a but good interrogation. I was going to say, it's funny. She's like, it feels pain. <laughs> And I love that the doctor was just like, <laughs> I just can't deal with this. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I, 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 I'm finding it really hard to find anything that I dislike about this episode. It's really good. And it's I a little corny, this... but it was very intentionally that, so I don't mind it. Yeah, and I sort of, I hope that the this... The brain alien things were cool and interesting. Yeah. And... I feel like there were better places to store your gun. But otherwise, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> eh, it's interesting to look. No, you want to get it through metal detectors or something, or you know, you're getting a pat down. I get it. But if you walk through an X-ray and they go, "Oh, look, there appears to be a gun in your head," <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have any bones. <laughs> what the fuck, son? But I also like that they're definitely coming back in some capacity at some point. Yeah, yeah. I like. I don't mind them as a villain that's gonna. Yeah, they, they seem like they seem like a good thing, and and I sort of do hope that the ghost is at least referenced in the future. 
Yeah. Because right now, Earth has an actual superhero in the Doctor Who universe. I don't mind that. I really like it. <laughs> and I know a lot of people are sick of the superhero thing. They're like, oh, it's just Doctor Who capitalising on the superhero thing. It's the best version this- of Superman we've seen on TV for a while. <laughs> Beso- no, we've seen fucking... I was going to... I was trying to make a dig at DC. They did show do- the return of Doctor Mysterio in cinemas. So it's the best on-cinema screen yes. version of Superman we've seen in a while. Yes, there we go. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had to do some mop-up for you there. Yeah, You're you welcome. Because well, the only reason why I backtracked on my statement is because of the good version of Superman in Supergirl. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Otherwise, this well, thing- there hasn't been one since Smallville in 2010 that finished. <clears throat> 11, maybe? The series went for ages. I don't know, man. I don't know either. Um, they've actually released the... Full episode guide for the new season, season ten. Like a list we, of the episode titles. Yeah, sure, hit me. We've got we've got ten minutes left. Did you have anything else to say on Doctor Mysterio? I'm surprised at how little we talked about it because there was a lot to. Like, it was a good, like really good episode. Yeah, and there just it's wasn't much to knock. That's the problem. Is it's just good. It's but, just a solid episode to watch. But I mean, what would you do if there were more superhero stuff in this in this universe? I'd be okay with it as long as there wasn't too much of it. If you had Doctor Mysterio rock up once every couple of seasons, well, the ghost. Sorry, the ghost. Yeah, yeah. it's called the Return of Doctor Mysterio. Yeah, but the Doctor is Doctor. Mysterio. Yeah, I get that. It, you know, it's Doctor Mysterio in Spanish. That's what the show's called. Yeah. Yes, I, I knew that in the back of my head. Yeah. But that... So they, they their show is Doctor Mysterio, The Return of Doctor Mysterio, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like if the episode was called The Return of Doctor Who. Yeah. Sounds gay. I, I, I just assumed that's what they were going to call it in Spanish, The Return of Doctor Who. <laughs> right, in Spanish it was called The Return of Doctor Who. And I just, I don't mean gay in a derogatory way, I meant it in the happy way. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, I didn't. You just, uh, you just think that... Words can mean different things based on their context. If you're a normal person. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the first episode is called The Pilot. Okay. That's funny. Yeah, yeah right? Like, that's that's really funny. <laughs> um, the Pilot. Not Pilot. Just The Pilot. Well, so, I'm guessing sort of... someone's going to refer to the Doctor as The Pilot. Have you read The, the Little Prince? No. Okay, that that's like a it's a French existentialist fantasy novel. It's it's quite good, um, but like the the well the aviator is the literal translation. Right, like is is like the the first character that meets this weird boy who lives on a fucking star and talks to a rose. It's, it's yeah, it's weird. What's the relevance of this? Uh, it's just that that's what it made me think of, and I thought that if you'd seen it, we could talk a little bit about nope. it. But that yeah, but you no, didn't. is that why you thought it was funny? No, 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 no. I understand. The, okay, yeah. I just make sure you understand the other joke in yeah, there. Yes, yes. Yeah, I know cool. what I know about TV shows, Sam. Do you? Yes. Um, so obviously, we're going to re- meet the new companion. Hopefully, there's nothing to her that she's just a person. That that seems to be the. She basically her backstory is that she's Rose. Yeah, I'm okay with that at this point. I'm just a bit tired of it still. But I'm not because the last like two companion, the last companion we had was I really like Amy and Rory particularly together, mm. so I didn't have a problem. But Clara was this like goddess thing. I just want a normal person, and if that is Rose again, it's been ages since we got Rose. Yeah, but as but long as it, she's whole, different enough. But the whole point of having a a Rose level character is for her to become Bad Wolf at the end. 
The only reason why Donna was even there is because she. I disagree. To kill the role of the companion is to watch the Doctor be clever. <laughs> See, I, I, but that's because I'm, I'm an. I think fan. the role of the companion is to give different points of view on on yes. things. So, uh, and as long as that's what they do with this and it's not just Rose again, it'll be fine. Like, Rose did that, Donna did that, and Martha did that. Amy didn't do it, Clara doesn't do it, or didn't do it, and yeah. Did it give a different perspective? Yeah. I think Amy does, but only in the context of Rory. But Amy was always going, what would the Doctor do? And he would just push buttons, so I'm going to push buttons, and blah, 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 and just fucking with things, and... But that's why I think her and Rory work really nicely together because she was like that and Rory was like, um, no, maybe we should just wait for the Doctor. Yeah. This is a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rory was what was the the good thing about the Amy and Rory thing. And then to basically get rid of Rory, do Amy again, but make her fucking magical and the Alpha Companion right from the beginning. Fuck Clara, man. Sorry, go on. Yeah. Continue. Um, the next episode's called Smile. Probably about photography, stealing your soul. Well, if you watch the trailer, there's a robot that uses, like, little emoji kind of faces. Oh, I hate it. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that when Bill says, oh, it speaks emoji. I I already don't like Bill from these trailers. She Uh, seems really obnoxious. Yes, hopefully that's... I called him Dr. What? Fuck off, you're not cute. Hopefully that's just, like, all being condensed into the trailer and there's a... It's not all that. Because, yeah, that would drive me insane. If they had just, like, it played that trailer and then gone... Or, like, even if the trailer at the beginning had a little bit of, like, this is how they met. Mm. And then the season was just, like, they've already met, they've already been on some adventures, here we go. <laughs> yeah. I'd be okay with it. I no. don't... I, I don't want... The oh, thing is... Yeah. Uh, we don't need another companion introduction. Because most of the companions got introduced in the old series by going on an adventure with the Doctor without the TARDIS. And then at the end of the episode, they wandered into the TARDIS. And in the next episode, it's just... They've mm. gone on... They're going on adventures now. Yeah. But I like companions like Tegan, who it's always like, the Doctor's trying to get me back home, but he ne- never fucking does. <laughs> yeah. Man. I, I love that era of Nissa and Tegan and Adric. And yeah, Doctor. right? It's a so good, good era. Ah. And them trying to figure out how to fly the TARDIS by reading different manuals. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the Doctor was either unconscious. The Five Doctors, man. That's so good. Five Doctors was really good. Anyway. Um, uh, what will... Yeah. The next one, then, is called Thin Ice. I wonder what that one's going to be about. Is it... A, what's the next episode after that? Is that Does that look like it's going to be a two-parter? It's called Knock Knock. Yeah, I don't think that's a two-parter. No. But none of these indicate two-parters anyway. No. But it was just weird because that was what they... Like, they, they were pretty heavy on the two-parters in season seven yeah. and eight. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Um, the first trailer with Bill, I wasn't excited. Did you see the Time for Heroes trailer? No. Maybe it was just on Facebook. The Time for Heroes trailer, like, got me, like... I'm like, I'm excited for this. Yeah. And you know that quote Moffat is having said? It's, um, you know, when they made this... When they made this hero, they didn't give him a gun. They gave him a screwdriver. Mm. They gave him a ship that would take him... You know, they didn't give him a DeLorean or a, or an X-Wing fighter. They gave him a ship that takes him to wherever he needs to go. Mm. You know that quote? They kind of broke that up into sections mm. and made, like, four, like, videos on that. Right, okay. With, like, contextual for the thing. And they all look really good. Mm. It's like a scene where the TARDIS is in the middle of, like, a ton of tanks, like, space tanks. Mm. And they're all rolling towards it and it disappears and they shoot at each other. (laughs) 
It's real cool. Anyway, the Time for Heroes trailer, really good. Better than the first trailer they released. Maybe I'll watch that. Yeah, maybe you should. Maybe maybe I'll make you watch it immediately after this. Maybe. Maybe I will. Or maybe I won't. Who knows? Who cares? <laughs> uh, next episode's called Oxygen. I'm assuming that, that, that's, that could be a really good, like, claustrophobic, on a spaceship, you know... Ticking, Surely that's what it's going to be. You know, ticking clock sort of suspense episode could be good. Um, next one is called Extremis. Ooh, <laughs> Doctor Who, you might be getting yourself some fucking backlash. That's very political. <laughs> nah, it's fine, Cal. Um, the next one after that is called The Pyramid at the End of the World. I hate it. Why? It sounds really good. It's always the something at the end of the something. <laughs> usually it's the girl at the end of the universe. No, usually it's the restaurant gun. at the end of the universe. No, if it was fucking Millieways, I'd put up with it. <laughs> Man, if a shielder was at Millieways, I would have loved season nine. That's all it would have taken. You wouldn't have even needed to have explicitly said that it was Millieways. If it was the end of the universe and she's sitting there with a cocktail and the... In a, in, a, in a cafe look, in a, in a restaurant looking thing, I would have been like, oh fuck. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but like, I like how it's all like nearly like one or two word titles for the first like six, mm. and then it's the pyramid at the end of the world. Yeah, it's fucking Real long. It. I'm sure it'll be fine. The next one's then called The Lie of the Land, but it's L I E, so it's like the lie. Yeah. Like you've lied. Yeah, because the, the saying is the lay of the land. Yeah. Um, then the next one is the Empress of Mars. Well, maybe that's the Martian one then, instead of Thin Ice. Or maybe they come back to it. Oh, that... Or maybe that's the Ice Warriors. Maybe. Yeah. Because mm. that's the thing. The Ice Warriors in the original thing were sort of... They, they, they were from Mars, but they weren't on Mars at the time in the, in the timeline, were they? Um... Like, when we first meet the Ice Warriors, it's that they began on Mars, and Mars became uninhabitable, and they went somewhere else. Yes. I think. I, I like the implication that the water on Mars creatures drove the the Ice Warrior Martians away. And I think we might get something a little bit more like that. That could be fun. The next episode is then called The Eaters of Light. Hmm. It's intriguing, at the very least. Well, I mean, it might be things that are trying to, like, um, follow the Doctor's regeneration energy. Like, we did see him in that sort um, sort of injured state. He might be in a perpetual sort of about to regenerate sort of thing like David Tennant was for an episode while things are coming to try and get him. And he's trying to put off his regeneration long enough to deal with that shit before he goes into a coma. Uh, Well, in David Tennant's first episode, there are things coming to get him, tracking his regeneration. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. So it could be be something like that. It could be the Sycorax back again. Or Eaters of Light. Could that be the Vashon and Arata? Oh. Oh, man. Yeah, that could be fun. That could be really good. Um, next episode, which is episode 11, is World Enough in Time. That doesn't even make any sense. No, it doesn't <laughs> sound right, does it? Maybe that's that might be wrong. That's got to be wrong. World Enough in Time isn't real. 
This is all on Wikipedia, so I assume it's all right. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's a a world enough isn't even anything. Like I no, the saying is the world is not enough. Yeah, but a world enough in time. Well, a world enough and time and time. Yeah. But a world enough sounds like you didn't have enough worlds, and now you've got the one world that makes up enough worlds. World enough and time. Who knows? The last episode is then called The Doctor Falls. Yeah, so he's he's dead. <laughs> he's regenerating. No, I think he's going to trip no, over. No, 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 because he's, he's in the Christmas special. Is he, though? They I'm pretty s- sure he's confirmed that he is. Yeah, they keep saying that. And Moffat has said... And Moffat's credited for being the writer... But I don't know, man. This season's really setting up for... What if, right? Yeah, what if? What if the first story of this new Doctor is a two-Doctor story with Capaldi? How would that work? I don't know. They can make it work. They're doing a two-Master story. That's true. Oh, man, I can't wait for that. (laughs) John Sim's coming back. Oh, it's going to be so good. Yeah, well, which one do you think John Sim's going to be in? Do you think it's going to be the final episode? I think it's going to be World Enough in Time. Mm. World Enough in Time and the Doctor Falls. It'd be interesting to make it the Master's fault again. Yeah, the, the Master... Well, I'd like to see the Master doing something... Because like... it's so often the Master's fault. Uh, not really. Well, the, 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 the fourth the fo- Doctor. Fourth to fifth. And then... Ten. Yeah, I suppose. Well, and seven... Yeah, I guess seven, yeah. Well, I mean, seven's gang three, members. Yeah, it wasn't three. <laughs> seven's what? Seven, he walks out of the TARDIS and is yeah. gets gunned down by LA gang That's members. fucking hilarious. <laughs> Who thought that was a good idea? It just sounds like something funny, like what, like like a parody of Doctor Who going, well, the, the Doctor turns up to save the day and then someone just fucking shoots him. I hope it's not damn radiation again, though. Yeah, radiation, especially for something that he can just extract into his own shoe, it's something that kills him quite often. <laughs> type of radiation, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't and know the what they're going to do. Third Doctor died from regeneration. What would you do if yes. uh, if the Master was, like, proper trying to steal his regenerations again? That'd be interesting. That's something we haven't seen in a while. It seems like there's less of a need for it. Well, I don't see, like, I assume the Master's got most of his regenerations at this point. Yeah, well, I, I imagine he's, well, he's, he would have been, well, because that's the thing, if they you say give it a new set, does the first time that you regenerate count as one, or is that your birth body again? No, that's your birth body, so you get 12 regenerations, 13 lives. So, Derek Jacobi doesn't count as a regeneration. Who's... Who? So, so the, the the master at, at the at the end of time in Utopia. Yes. Yeah. It, he's that, not. Um. That's yeah. That that one doesn't count. You think? Yeah. So I think I it's... think that probably would count. I think that when when Matt Smith was given a new set, Peter Capaldi counted as one regeneration. Mm, yes, but being born isn't a regeneration. So that's the first. So yeah, yeah. End of time, Utopia. But, but so does he get a whole... Does, but he gets, he gets first, 12 new ones. He's the so first... So he would have had 11 left at Jacoby. No, he's had 12 left at Jacoby. No, because he, he would have been given a set of... 12. Of 12 yeah. as whoever no, the master was you're not regenerated him. when you... Bec- 
No, because because in this case they brought him back to life from the time war. Well, yeah, Before that's the, the thing. War. But did they get, but they did they bring him back with a new body, or did they bring him back with his old body and then regenerate, and then he needed to regenerate? They say no. That would be his second regeneration. Because they say that... He says that he was a child lost in a storm. So I assume he got brought back. He... He got brought back at, like... He got sort brought, of cloned or... Brought, brought back as a new version of himself. Fucked off from the time war. Yeah. Made himself regenerate. Put himself into the watch. So he couldn't be recognised or found by the Time Lords. Oh, okay. So, so, so that, Jacoby was... That's was not all explicitly one. Confirmed, but is implied in some of the dialogue, if my memory serves correctly. Yeah, we'll have to watch it again and get a get a concrete yeah, timeline. So I would say, <laughs> so I would say, <laughs> there was an unseen first master who regenerated into this master, making John Sim the third and Missy the fourth. Yeah. So he's only got nine left. That's still a lot. That's, that's still a lot left. But if he sort of went, oh yeah, by the way, I had all these plans to steal your regenerations. I got a heap left. <laughs> Let's just do one of those. <laughs> oh, I'm man. keen for a multi-master story because that hasn't been done. Oh, it's so good. They should have done it for the 10th anniversary. Damn it! They didn't have anything. They didn't do anything special because for the it was 10th the year after the 50th. Yeah. So it's fair enough. But, but how good could it have been? Well, season eight, so probably not. But but it's like every 10 years. We get a multi a multi doctor story and a multi master story the next year. That would be great. They do it even. They did it even more back in the day. Like they did a multi doctor story for the fifteenth, well, for the twenty yeah. fifth, and for the thirtieth. Yeah, that's not too bad though. Was it the thirtieth? Yeah, Does yeah, I think it was. The five doctors was no, the but 30th. the original series didn't go for thirty years. I think it did. Let me see. Command F. Because there was the, because um, there was the the three doctors, the five hmm. doctors, and the two doctors. The five doctors was written by uh, was directed by a guy called Peter Moffat. Yeah, fuck that guy. I assume no relation. Good. Uh, it's spelt. Oh, no, it's spelt the same. I don't care. You don't care about much. It's a special feature length episode of the British British Program's twentieth anniversary. Was it the Five Doctors or the Two Five Doctors? Five Doctors was the 20th anniversary. Because then there was the Two Doctors. Which I think might have must have been the 25th. Yeah. That would make sense. That's not too bad. That's all right. I mean, I'd be cool with the 55th anniversary episode, making that a Just special. Just make a multi-Doctor but story. Thing, it doesn't need to be this fucking movie thing. Like, why are they releasing the fucking, the first episode of this thing in, the, in cinemas? Stop trying to make it so big. You're a goddamn TV show, for fuck's sake. I do like how big it is. <laughs> I don't. I think I it's... would. I would probably go see this episode in the cinema. Like, I didn't see Return of Doctor Mysterio. Kind of wish I had after actually watching it. Um, I sort of... I just don't understand why it's trying to be movies. Because people go and watch it at the cinema. That's weird, though. It's a little I weird, but... I don't get it. I, I, I'm, I like that TV is getting more and more um, big in that regard. I'm okay with big TV. I just don't understand yeah, why... Big TVs. Hell, hell yeah. But got, based, got that 70-inch big TV. But I just... Said Cal. I don't care enough 
like, I, I think that a multi-doctor story is a good enough celebration of the of the of an anniversary for the show. I put it on screen. I'm glad they released the 50th in cinemas. Yeah, but the 50th is huge. 50th yeah. is 50 fucking years. That's important. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. We don't need a cinematic thing for every fucking season since. Yeah, they have had one for basically every opening episode or Christmas special since then. So fuck it off. Like, it's not a... We don't need it. People people are watching it, so they're doing it. Spend more money getting the fucking scripts double-checked for continuity errors, for fuck's sake. Wow. Fuck. Anyway. On that note, we're in an hour ten. Yeah, we should probably wrap up. We will do more Doctor Who, but probably Ugh. when season ten's done. Yes, I agree. Yeah, we'll do another. We'll do another wrap up because they're not doing a mid-season finale or anything for this season. No, so. this is going straight through. Thank God. Unless there's a really fucking good episode, which I highly doubt. And even if there is, I'll probably be too jaded to notice it. <laughs> but if there's like a, if maybe we'll maybe if the Masters returns earlier, maybe we'll do one for that. Yeah, yeah. Earlier in the season than we anticipate, but. I'll be interested to see. Last note: Who should the who should Peter Capaldi turn into? You reckon? <laughs> who should take over? Yeah, who should take over? I think it should be. I got no idea. I heard a pretty good suggestion, and that was Haley Atwell. Wh- which one's that? Agent Carter from. Yeah, you've said this before. I, Have I? I I've only seen a couple of things where they're in it. I just Agent Carter's enough. I'm sure it's fine. Have you, you, you haven't watched the show though, have you? Not really. I've watched a couple of episodes of that. That's what I've seen her in. She's she's fine. It's that or you and McGregor. I mean, me and McGregor would be great. <laughs> but um, just yeah. as only if he puts on an outrageous French accent. <laughs> so bad. Um, but like, I don't know. I just I'm not up with British television and stage actors at the moment. That's the thing. You know who they're going to cast? Someone no one's fucking heard of. Yeah, probably. Even though I'd heard, I knew Peter Capaldi before they cast him in this. Yeah, but he, he was sort of a big deal. <laughs> and he had yeah. a long career. Yeah. Like, David Tennant was like, he was on that one show by the BBC and that was it beforehand. He Matt was, Smith was a soccer player. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, both of them had been in shows before. Yeah. Or well, been in a show at least before. But, you know, they're... Yeah. I don't know. I, I hope that... Whoever we get, it's not a big deal who they are. I'm okay with all this push to have a female doctor or a black doctor or whatever, but don't make that the fucking topic of a season. I was going to say, make them that because they suit the role. Yeah. And like... And don't make it be they're black now, so they act different. Make it the doctor who played by a woman. That's fine. And I think this is probably something that's okay to say on air, but just in case I go off on a tangent, future Cal, take note. Um... (laughs) I think that it makes sense that the Doctor has in some way chosen the forms that he's had so far because historically on Earth, that's the safest form to take. Being an older white male, you're pretty fucking safe. Yeah. It's all well and good to say Idris Elba should play the Doctor, but that just means he can never go to Civil War era America. Yeah, I... On the other hand, I think you could tell some interesting stories. I think you really could too. And I think that... The doctor it... going, uh, no, fuck off. <laughs> Sonic screwdriver, you. Mm. Or if it's just Elba, just knock the guy the fuck out. Mm. But I feel like... The doctor doesn't punch people much. No. 
I mean, it's I, I I'm okay with it, but I feel like there's the a- last time I can think is when Matt Smith punched someone. I don't remember why. I think he accidentally. I think he punched Rory, didn't he? No, Rory punched him. Yeah, maybe that's all I'm thinking. He did punch someone. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure he did. And then he was like, "Ow, that hurt." <laughs> Whose idea was this? <laughs> See, I, I just, I mean, David Morrissey was great. <laughs> As playing the Doctor, I think giving him a chance to play him properly would be good. Um, Rowan Atkinson. No. <laughs> I don't think it should be someone that big. Because yeah, I think, no, I agree. I think I agree. we need to look at them and go, that's the Doctor, not that's someone else. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think Capaldi was even a bit too... He was close, but he embodied the role very well. He definitely did, and, and he's and he's playing something very different than it, than I've seen him play before. So it's okay. But I feel like if we had, if we just went, you know, Idris Elba, him in the thick of it is really funny, so funny. But it, it, even if we went, bloody like people were saying, Joanna Lumley, get her to play the Doctor or yes. something like that. Yeah, uh, I think I feel like she's so iconic for other roles that it would be really hard to to view her as the Doctor. Yeah. The Doctor sort of has to be someone that you get to know as the Doctor. I know he has been in Doctor Who, but Ben Miller would be a really funny Doctor. Which one's Ben Miller? Ben Miller, oh, he's, um... Was he the Robot of Sherwood yeah. guy? Yeah, he's really good. Um, yeah. And he's I know really you good. don't like Primeval, or don't, haven't watched Primeval, but he plays the boss in Primeval, yeah. and he's so funny. Yeah. He's just a complete, inconsiderate ass. <laughs> And it's so funny. Uh, that that sounds like a good character to have. Yeah. Because he's think the parallel to the main character. You think it's going to be another young guy? No. You think... You th- uh, I think they will cast a woman this time. I don't know. I think if they don't, there will be backlash. I, uh, look. Not that I care. The, my ultimate point is just cast someone different. See, like, and interesting think, to watch. See, as okay, this is where I might need to edit something out. I think that if if they if it was a woman, mm. they would make a big deal out of her being a woman. Yeah, because they have done that with Rassilon and they have done that with the Master. So I don't want to see this happen to the Doctor. Yeah, I agree. As long as they don't make a big deal about it, I'm fine with it. Because all you're doing is then saying, yeah, people are different. Gender does matter. Race is an issue. These things are fucking important things that we should be taking into account when getting to know people or giving them jobs or fucking paying them anything or doing anything with them. We should be treating everybody differently and segregating people and treating people fucking terribly because they're different to us. It's, It's just a slippery slope to bad thinking. And I don't like it, and I don't like that they've done it in the show so far at all, and I don't think it should be done with the Doctor. I agree. You can find us uh, <laughs> on Twitter. Boom us off the internet at Video Shop Pod. <laughs> video Shop Pod uh, on Twitter. Uh, the Video Shop Podcast on Facebook. Like us and follow us there for all new things. We've got a Patreon now. Yeah. So um, go over there and you can give like one or two bucks or five bucks if you want extra us. Yeah. I don't know why you would, but... <laughs> If you happen to be one of those people, um, and uh, and yeah, we're going to be doing some new stuff on the YouTube channel soon, so look out for that, so subscribe over there. Yes, if you've been around for a little while and you want to see us do some more interesting stuff, let us know. Or if you're somebody new and you think that we sort of sound like someone else and they do a cool thing, tell us what they do and we'll rip them off. On the other hand, if you're listening to us, made it through the whole episode and you think we're shit, just go away. Just 
Don't let us know anything. We don't yeah. need to know. Tell also, a friend. Is our, uh... Tell a friend, let them see for themselves. <laughs> and then don't rate or subscribe. Do we still have the Audible thing too? Yeah, we've got the Audible link. The Audible link's yeah. permanent. Have you been putting it in the description? Uh, not of the last couple. No. Get... Good, 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 good. I messed up the ad on air a couple of times, and I said the. Well, I wasn't sure if I was saying the right link. Now both links work. We have we have them both. So um, it's all in the description below. We'll put it in the description below. audibletrialcom slash shop or slash the video shop is fine. Great. Head there. Listen to an audiobook because audiobooks are good. Or if you just want to give money straight to us, Patreon. Yeah. Or. Cal's My house. house. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, um, I feel like there should be like a final thing. I feel really weird just ending the show after after plugs. I don't know why. I just felt awkward these last. You few have times. a thing you say. Yeah, I know, but we need but, to get better just at plugging, go, though. Yeah, we do. We need to list all the things they can find us. We need to list the places they can give us money. Can, can we just get Brienne to pre-record an ending for us, like she does for no, Dice Hard? No, Cal. Actually, we're not like that Dice Hard show that we do. <laughs> now, because I know another American. Who sound, you know, so we can make it sound just as credible. You know, we're not having a permanent editing on the show. Cal. No, nah, I think we should. No, Cal. Th- yes, yeah. stop it. I, th- Cal. I think I should say, "See you, nerds," and then it would go. No, Cal. Find us on this thing. No, I don't like it. Zero stars. <laughs> I'll, I'll make one up, and no. I, I'll, I'll mock it up, and I'll send it to you. No, I, I, I disapprove. I, well, I, I like I'm going to take that Cal. as a. Yes, Cal, you should mock it up and I'll see no, how it goes. I will not drive you home tonight. See you, nerds. <laughs>